Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast, where lovely superhero resident expert Chad Brown and your host Josh Melton dissect last week's episode to help you build stronger relationships within your business. Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Melton. I am. I was going to introduce you because I'm the host. Go ahead. Please continue. With my lovely co-host. ready. The serial CFO. I am not the coast anymore. Mr. Chad Brown. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am sorry. lovely. I'm not the coast anymore. My lovely resident expert. Superhero expert. Superhero expert. The lovely serial CFO. Serial CFO. It's hard to say when you've eaten a bunch of ice. Uh, Chad Brown. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Josh. Hey, man. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> All right. Today, we want to piggyback on Johnny Mac's episode a little bit of a piece of that he covered that we want to dive into more because it's some decisions that we had a meeting on today and kind of relates to some stuff we're going through and on our business side. Yeah, I love that we have an opportunity. And you, by the way, even as the expert, you do a great job with this throughout the episodes we've done of the Stronger Business Podcast of giving real life examples of your business, things you're going through personally, uh, making yourself vulnerable to our guests. So, hey, this is something I'm going, you know, going through or challenged. And I think it's really cool because when we're able to talk about the things we're going through, like real life, you know, we, we have, I would say, stronger businesses than most of our competitors with what we do. But we still have challenges in our company. And that's what gives you the opportunity to get stronger. So it's funny how it worked today with having Johnny Mac as our guest. And we're talking about confidence and fit and then picking the right customers and all this stuff we're going through while we're living that out in our own businesses, you know, where there's the stronger business brand, um, the, definitely with Athens Cleaning Company, this is like a real life, like situation that we had. And I'm sure tax shelters probably, I mean, y'all are just a ridiculous amount of customers right now because it's, it's tax season. It's coming up near the end of it. Y'all are just like, there's a lot of people running through this place. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot going on. A lot and, going and on. And listen, if, uh, while you can thank me or appreciate me uh, for bringing things up that I'm going through and the problems we have. Uh, I'm glad you enjoy it because I'm pretty sure it's going to continue to be going through a lot of things and having a lot of problems. And you know <laughs> help. So if you're enjoying that type of content, uh, there's probably going to be a lot more of that to come. Well, the great thing is a lot of people, if you listen to a podcast or you see somebody who's had some success or fruit on the tree there, they, they like pointing out the fruit on the tree. They don't like talking about, you know, Hey, the weeds in the garden. And this podcast is a place where we're just giving the real deal, right? It's like, hey, this is kind of what we're going through. So we, because we want, if gosh, if the listener's going to get stronger, we got to tell them how we're wrestling yeah. with things. And I know? think that's why, I, I guess for me, I keep going through things and we keep um, being exposed to new challenges, new problems, new failures, new things to share. Hey, I need help with this, or here's what we're juggling or battling right now. That's part of getting stronger. It's part of being a stronger business. Uh, when we relate it to the gym, if I go in and I do, Bench, if I try to go bench press, I have no idea what I can bench press. So let's say I go in and bench press and I try to do 150 pounds five times. That's going to be really hard today. But if I do that three days a week for the next 10 years, a year from now, bench pressing 150 pounds five times is just going to be pretty easy. I'm not going to continue to get stronger. So the only way we as a business are going to continue to get stronger is not do the same things or not try to stay in the same place. We're growing, we're pushing, we're changing, which creates a lot to talk about a lot of problems to solve, 
and a lot of failures and bad decisions that come in the wake of it. But you know what? If we're winning more than we're losing and we're adapting and pivoting and growing and learning, then we're going to ultimately play that long game Johnny Mac talked about and win in the end. Yeah, so the Johnny Mac episode, Johnny mentions the his priority from a standpoint of his customer is going to be on that long-term relationship. So he's not looking at transaction-based business. He's looking at, and I want to have a, a conversation with somebody that's going to buy from me from here on out. And that approach to business, when he could be pivoting toward, like, let me, we're in a college town. There's a ton of kids getting married. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that Johnny could sell, just focused on that one demographic, right? He'd make a killing formals and all that stuff. He could make a transaction based business. It'd probably make more money, right? I mean, it's, but it's that's not what he's looking for. That's not the the right fit for Johnny. So let's talk about that with the right fit. I, I'm going to give you a real life scenario. I've mentioned this a little bit to you, and for the listener, um, Chad and I own a commercial cleaning company together called Athens cleaning company and I'm the, the operating partner in that business. I'm kind of in, you know, in the weeds there. And one of the things that we've had pop up is that there's a, a client opportunity and I, I won't say who the client is, but if, if you think like, it's like doing business with James Bond. Like that's, that's the feel of it. They it's wear like, the jackets with the letters on the uh, back. Not quite, but it's just like that super cool kind of, you know, edgy thing. And you're like, Oh man, this is like, this is just really sweet here. Uh, but this opportunity to go and bid on some business, and there again, there's like it's one of those things. Like I'll just I'll just say it this way: I had a friend one time, and he said, "Hey, I can't tell you this. We can't put this out there that we're doing business with Augusta National. Like, because I guess if you do business with Augusta National, you, you can't, can't talk about it. it." But he's like, "Hey, by the way, but it, you know that being said, if they needed somebody to clean the players' lounge or whatever they got done, we, we'd be like, oh, we should do it, you know." But it wouldn't be. It's not a good fit for a fit our model. For us. Yeah, That's so it's right. not a fit for our model. So this we're not event cleaners. Yeah, even though it'd be cool, it'd be fun to talk about. So I got this opportunity, and you know, I, I still went and looked at the place because you know I was like just curious. Let me go inside James Bond's lair here and see what it's like. But um, ultimately, because of the type of business it is, there's a couple pieces where it makes it or does fit in our model. So our business model is that we clean after business hours. We hire people that are introverted that want to go out. They want to go. You know, spend a couple hours cleaning when nobody's messing with them, nobody's bothering them. And it's a chance to kind of decompress from the stresses of life while they're listening to their favorite song or their favorite podcast. They're probably listening right now, Chad. They're listening to this right now. And um, this particular one. That's why you won't say the name because the radars will go off and they will be listening to this right now. (laughs) This particular place because monitor everything. James Bond needs to be there while we're cleaning and it has to happen during the day. So it doesn't fit in our business model. But there's this pull of doing it, and again, it's like, oh man, it'd be fun to say that we were cleaning for this place. Um, just there's all these good things we could say, but the reality is that it, it's not the right fit. Yet still, I felt this tug like, yeah, but well, you know, maybe she's super cool, yeah, yeah, because it's a Let's cool find thing an to excuse say. to do it. I'm trying to make an excuse to do it. My gut's like, this is not the right fit. You know, you got all it's, it's it's a higher maintenance account because again, because it's James Bond, right? And um, but I'm like, oh. I want to tell people I'm, you know, we're, we're cleaning out James Bond's office, but you can't do it. Anyway, the struggle part has been, I wanted to pick up the business because of some marketing reasons and also probably some ego, you know, like just being able to say you did it. But when it comes down to it, it is not the right fit. And so what we have is this, uh, it's, it's, this is a, just a more probably clear illustration. This is the, the event I'm talking about is like, hey, this is just one instance. But the bigger conversation turns into this is what I've had with our with staff at Athens Cleaning is we know who our client is. 
Like we're very clear, but we know it's that we like these people. This is fun to do business here. We clean a ton of banks and doctors' offices because we enjoy it. Most of the time, the staff there is really friendly. It's a low maintenance. Like it just our whole business model is built toward that, and it's built toward hiring us hiring people that work during the day at a regular job, in a professional environment to clean at night in a professional environment. Like it's just we got a really good deal going, and I'm having a conversation with our staff saying, "Hey, should we open up a little bit more?" and focus more like, hey, pick up some different niches within our local geography, or should we keep focused on the client that we freaking love to serve and expand our geography? And you can make a case either way. You might, well, you know, there's pros and cons, right, to both sides of these things. But when it comes down to it, I know which one I want to do. I'm like, why don't I just work with the people that I really like working with? But there's these, like, you know, the numbers, and there's all these things you can kind of get into making a convincing argument why you should do it different than this niche that you're crushing it at, that you're the, I don't want to say the best in the world, but one of the best in the world at. But you're like, oh man. So the conversation I get into with some with people sometimes, it's about like, well, they would ask me, Josh, are you leaving money on the table? But not picking, you guys are, if not the number one brand in your market for what it is you do, one of the top two. Like we're, we just got a really good local brand. Are you leaving money on the table? because you got such a phenomenal brand by not picking up these other niches. You can, again, you, you can make so much more money if you do this and do this and do this, right? But the reality of it is, just like Johnny talked about, I'm like, I don't really want to. Financial, you know, make the financial case, but when it comes down to, man, this one's the right fit. It's Goldilocks, man. I, I, I call it the path the right resistance, but it's the Goldilocks principle, basically. I'm like, uh, that one's too hot, that one's too cold. This one's just right. Like, I'll, I'll eat this porridge. I'll take a nap in that bed. But you're... You know, I know we've had conversations with you in regards to like the tax shelter and these types of things too, because you guys serve a very broad audience there. And figuring out as you you're growing, you're growing like crazy. You're growing beyond your capacity to continue to grow, right? But it's like, do you want to be narrow? Do you want to take a lot of clients? Like, well, how do you battle through this right fit type of conversation? I tell you, I do. I screw it the f up every <laughs> time, dude. You are smart enough to see this on the front end and be like, oh, ah, this would be cool, but it's a cool and this isn't a good fit let's think through it let me talk to my team dude i sign them up the day they call and i sign 10 more up like them and then i'm like oh god how do we unravel this we got way the wrong clients and i hate going backwards in business i refuse to go backwards so now i don't know how to get rid of them so i said oh, yeah. dude i screw it all up because the one thing i hate is going backwards in business yeah like you've you and i you we know me two for priorities reputation number one growth number never two. go backwards don't go backwards That's never go thing. backwards and for me i man i screwed up so bad which i got two examples right now that's coming into play with, and I've learned, I've learned from my mistakes. I've learned from really those major screw ups, but I'm still, I'm still figuring out how to unravel or undo stuff. I know not to compound the problem moving forward, but I think for you, it comes back to, which we, interesting enough, we touched on this in Johnny Max episode also last week. What are you growing? Are you growing the business Josh Melton wants to own and support? your life or are you growing the most profitable highest revenue business imaginable if you're trying to grow the most profitable highest revenue business imaginable that adds to profit and revenue if you're trying to go a business that josh melton wants to own or to builds a business around the life josh melton wants to live that's probably not a good fit um i think that's the key 
to answering that question. Now, I'll give you a real quick example for me right now where I'm hung up in that and I've figured out the answer. Um, Really exciting news. Man, this is how crazy this stuff works with connections and podcasts and relationships. So, so me just connecting back to last week's episode with Johnny Mac, talking about relationships. Rain was on our podcast, um, I think, early episodes, top five episodes, maybe episode four. Is that right? Yeah, he's one of our first ones. Yeah, one of those first ones with Rain. He, he's been on a couple of times. Uh, didn't know Rain very well before that podcast. Uh, we had that podcast, made a connection, built a relationship, done a Stronger You Challenge with Rain where we led nine people for 12 weeks. Um, got to get involved with Rain more as a client and on the accounting and tax side. We had and a tough mutter together. Tough mutter together. Yeah. Just continues to add to it. Then started wanting to buy a plane together and figure out how come on business wise <laughs> we can all afford a plane and whole other direction in conversation. But through really relating back to that relationship of that podcast we recorded with Rain, it gave me a chance to build a relationship there that's just continued to grow and expand. So Friday we closed on a historic house downtown that Lauren and I and Rain own together now. And we are building out an awesome guest house in experience. Um, they'll have 10 to 12 rooms in downtown Athens to provide people coming to town an awesome experience downtown in a historic house, like a third oldest house in Athens. And it's that we've been through those decisions of, okay, we can take what's there and adapt it and make it really profitable, make it 10 rooms really profitable, not spend a tremendous amount of money, and this thing runs really efficient and really great from a business and a profit standpoint, or we could spend twice as much money, get 12 rooms. It'd be a whole nother caliber of a project and magazine-worthy, like just next-level like experience and landmark property. And it came back to that decision that I'm talking to you about right now is, okay, are we trying to run the most profitable guest house or inn we can, and that's priority over experience? Or are we trying to provide an awesome experience? That's also a business model that makes money. And I think once we were able to kind of craft that out, we're like, all right, this is what we want. Let's spend more money. We're okay with it not being as profitable, not making as much money compared to what we spend because it's a better experience, because it's what we personally want and are more excited about. So that's kind of coming in that decision of right fit and decisions to take on clients or not take them on, spend money, not spend money, build the business this direction or the other. That's that's a piece. And now let's take it back to the tax shelter for a second. Uh, had we had we have two full time accountants, like bookkeeper accountants, not on the tax side, on the accounting data entry, QuickBooks side. We have two. One of them turned in her notice today. And that's really putting us in a place where we got to decide, okay, do we really just want to pick up her workload and transition it and hire a new accountant? Or do we want to revamp? Are all these clients a good fit? Who should we get rid of? Or maybe should we just focus on the tax side? Should we just start phasing out accounting. I don't, it brings to question what's the right fit for us as the tax shelter. Number one, who's the right fit as the next employee and team member of the tax shelter? Because this was not, obviously, because it didn't work out. So how do we hire the right fit for personnel? And then what is the right fit for the business model of which clients we keep? Or do we even keep accounting? So all that's happened today. 
it all happened today. So that's kind of tells you a little bit on that side of how I've made that decision in the property with rain and helped figure that piece out. And now how I'm challenged with that decision today inside the tax office of what to do and what's the right fit. Man, I love that. And those are great examples too. And because you're right, you know, you could, you could build out this, the, the, the building you guys bought. Mm-hmm. There's, there's multiple ways that you could make changes to it. But really, what's, what's the one you want to do? You know, is mm-hmm. it, does it have to be about the, you know, squeezing the most money out of it? Or is it about, again, as Johnny said in the last episode, it's somewhat about the experience and the ex- you putting people through an experience that you that you like and that you're proud of. And one's a commodity. One's a transaction. Oh, that's One good. is an experience. Yep. And I think that comes back to what Johnny was saying and what he does. And that's it's interesting. It's all tied together with some of Johnny's message. Yeah, know? that's really good. I could have really used the, that podcast about two weeks ago. Johnny showed up too late, <laughs> you know. Well, and again, pivoting to stronger business. Let's talk about that for a second because one of the challenges, oh, yeah, we had too. Those conversations today about the summit. Yeah. Man, so so much of this is going on in our life, in our business lives it, right it, now. It is. It's like a it's a narrative that's playing out in, in multiple mm-hmm. ways, and and some better we're making we're executing really good decisions, and some we're battling with a little bit more. Right. It's not it's not that we have the clear cut perfect answer. It's like no, we're we're struggling through making these decisions, right? And it's, even when you feel like I really got a good grip on what it is I'm about, you'll have opportunities that present themselves present themselves that you'll struggle with. Oh, is this a is this a golden opportunity I can't pass up? Should I pick this stuff up? You know, you'll be questioned. And I think that's good. I think it's good to go through that type of process because you can refine what it is that you ultimately want. So stronger business. Let's talk about this for a second. So we do the stronger business summit 2020. And it was just like somewhat crazy throwing something, throwing a throwing a party for business folks to some degree. I mean, it wasn't just a party, obviously, but it's like, no, we're doing something. There's nothing happened for months and months and months. Doing something there, like, all right, that was awesome. It was amazing. Let's do it again. You know, let's, let's run it back. And so we do 2021, and we're doing the podcast the whole time. We need to make the decision to blend these things. And we're starting to figure out, like, okay, Stronger Business Summit, part of doing an event like that is it is a financial model to like, you, you got a certain amount of butts and seats. There's, there's seats that are out there. You can sell the tickets. You're like, we got to fill this place up to a certain degree so that we can pay for this event, right? And and for the sponsors to get the value yeah, of you, their you, name being on exactly the Exactly right. Because yeah. you, you're bringing a sponsor in, they're giving you a check, and you're saying, this is the experience that we're going to create. But part of the experience is, again, butts and seats. You got to sell some tickets or have people there. And it's like, well, who do you want there? And it, at the beginning, it's like the people that are breathing. You know, like, I just, we just need, Whoever the heck will pay $95? Yeah, people that buy a ticket and people that will be excited. And as we've grown with this, and we kind of intuitively know this, but it's like, well, now, who do you guys really want to talk to? Who do you really want to build an experience for? So it's not just, you know, it's not just about building an experience. It's who do you want to build an experience for? I would say, personally, maybe I'm wrong here, but if you said, well, who is Disney building an experience for with Disney World and Disneyland? I would say probably they're anybody, but... I would probably say it's more geared toward families with children, mm-hmm. right? Like that's why they've produced a billion cartoons over the years. And not to say you can't watch those, Chad. And anybody totally can go good. and have a good time. You can go. I can be I, seventy man, years old and go to Disney jobs. World. It's fine. There was a couple. They had no kids. They're in their fifties, and they loved it. They, their life was built around Disney. And Disney, of course, will take these people, right? But it's like, but that's not who they're. It's not who's built for. They're, they're, yeah, their avatar is not that. They're couple. not marketing to that. They're not building, making the no. decisions around that. The rides aren't based on those kind of people. That is not the experience uh, they're directing it. I, dude, uh, the client of their fifty-five-year-old dude getting excited about the Dumbo ride. Not what they're going for. That's right. Not to say they won't let him on. 
But for a stronger business summit, it's like, all right, who, do is, who is it that you want to talk to? And I think we've said this before, but as we're building out the summit, building out the podcast, it's like, man, it's, it's really those people with, an, with the heart of an entrepreneur, whether they've started their own business or they're working for someone else and they're just well, like itching, that man. heart of an entrepreneur. Well, it's legit. It can right? be any age. It can be any size. It's man, uh, yeah. You could have just retired. Go get her, figure it out. Want to grow, want to get stronger, want to give opportunity to customers and uh, future employees and everything. Oh yeah. Part office. of an entrepreneur. Yes. It's not an age demographic. You can be in high, you can be in high school or you could just yes. retire and be in your seventies. You're that. like, no, I want to build something. You've, you sat on that till right now. He's just made it up. It's funny. It's all that caffeine you gave me. I appreciate the coffee earlier. Change your life, brother. Change my life. No, but in all seriousness, we know that's who we're trying. You that's go and put in about $5 a day in your budget. <laughs> just, I mean, it just is what it is. It's life change. It's worth it. Uh, we know that's who our heart is for with stronger business. But there's a competition between that and, well, you, you got to sell a bunch of tickets too in Athens. That's right. And we're having those conversations with, like, when you're booking speakers for the conference, hey, who do you book? And like, well, there's a, there's a temptation to book speakers that'll draw a crowd regardless of who the crowd is. And where our conversation was somewhat, I think, of a, an epiphany a couple of hours ago. We're like, man, let's build a conference that we want to attend. And, like, yep. and you even said, you're like, I mean, we, don't, we don't even say it's a conference. It's not a conference. And when you, you're like, yes, because that sounds boring. And as soon as you said that, no lie, I said, well, I, I didn't say this out loud. This was what was in my head. I was like, well, that's why we call it the summit. Because like scale on the summit is exciting. You're at the top of a summit. There's energy there. You're not going to be like, all right, boys, look around. Or like, oh, this is it. You know, it's like, no, there's a... There's something in a summit which is like a level of excitement or, or, or adventure. And so I was like, oh, it's not a conference, it's a summit. And but figuring out like this is who it's for. This is what it, so we're it ain't a boring business conference. It's a summit. It's excitement, man. It's energy. It's high energy. It's not a boring business conference. You're gonna laugh, you're gonna get a you know a ton out of it. And we're we wanna go to it. Like we wanna do something we wanna go to. And it's about building a community. And again, what Johnny said, it's not about selling a ticket to a conference as a transaction. It's about the starting point of a relationship and building a community where we're helping people build stronger businesses, not because of a one-stop shop, like you walked into the doors of the Classic Center in Athens, Georgia, and your life got changed, and we're never going to talk to you again. See you later. Hope you enjoyed it. It's like, no, like entering into a community, a relationship where you can continue to scale up. So I know that was part of what we talked about in our meeting earlier, but man, it was cool. And again, the unfiltered version of the serial CFO, the tired, worn out from tax season, <laughs> Because there's some magic in that moment, too, where you are at a point where you're like, I'm just going to speak my truth, man. This is just what I feel about it. And you said those three things we just mentioned. You're like, this and this and this. I'm like, dude, can you repeat that? You're like, no. I'm like, you got to repeat it somehow because what you said was it. That is the right fit. The, the right fit. You're exactly right. We want, number one, more than anything, the, the content I don't even remember what I said. Something around the content and that appeals to the entrepreneur, the go-getter, uh, number one priority is content to help businesses get stronger. Yep. It is a stronger business summit. Our content and speakers need to be around businesses, entrepreneurs getting stronger. Number two is around a business event that's not a boring business conference. Uh, we don't want, there's thousands of business conferences, businesses so serious. That's not what we want. We want something exciting, fun, energy bring all that into the business realm of teaching and educating and celebrating success together. And number three, something that somebody can't wait to plug into on another level, not just walk out of the classes and be like, all right, that was awesome. See you next year. It's, I want to text you guys. I want to listen to podcasts. I want to be a part. I want to join in with speakers. I want to build a community, be a part of what's going on here. 
having something that provides value and opportunity year round. And that is what we've, I feel like, figured out and determined from the Stronger Business Summit and Stronger Business as a brand. We want content that helps entrepreneurs and businesses get stronger. We want fun, exciting, energetic experiences. And we want something that people want to plug into more than just once a year and be a part of a community or brand that we're growing. And that's what we got to build the summit around. And we can't try, I feel like we can't try to appeal to all the employees out there and all the managers and bankers and all the other groups just because it's local and we can get those, the real estate agents, just because we can get people there, just because we can get a certain speaker or a certain sponsor. I use the example of Kirby Smart. We get Kirby Smart, we could sell out a thousand tickets to a bunch of 60-year-old dudes that love football. That's not, we can sell tickets, but that is not the right fit for us. That is not the goal of what we're trying to accomplish. I think we flushed that out today before we recorded our episode with Johnny Mack earlier today of that's the right fit for us as a stronger business summit and a stronger business as a brand. And it was like a light bulb for me of like, okay, but we can't also know financially and from a business aspect, you can't just flip a switch Yeah, and like, whoop, let's go this route. Let's do it. Let's all in and figure it out. We may have nine people there next year because we're changing our model and throwing everything else away that we've spent two and a half, three years building. You, you can't be that drastic. We've got to, from a business aspect, figure out how to transition this into the right fit of what we want it to be without throwing away everything we've learned and built along the way. And that's the same thing I think a lot of us deal with as business as we grow something. And then we're like, all right, how do we pivot this to make it the right fit? Well, even as you're talking about that, though, and so if you are if you are in the early stages of being an entrepreneur, let's say you still have a job and you just got, like, again, the heart of the entrepreneur, you have that. And so you're thinking about the next step for you. Or you're thinking about the thing that you might want. I think, again, using Chad and myself as an example here, we felt like we knew who we wanted to talk to, but we also just started talking and started leaning in another direction and started doing things. And there's some wins there. There's some things we really felt like we did right. We said this earlier, too. We're like, man, Jesse Itzler is the speaker for our first event. That was awesome. I mean, that's what gave us the bug for there. Like, you're like, oh, my gosh, we've got to do this again. He was the right guy. He was the right speaker. So we're leaning in the right directions. There's other directions we lean in that weren't in the right direction. So even – having some business accomplishments, we still had some successes and had some mistakes in what we're doing with this and had to test the ideas that we had mm-hmm. to refine them. You know, you refine things, like things get hot. That's when you can shape metal, right? Like you, when you're welding, you can refine something because the heat's there. And so the way to get stronger is like to have an idea and to lean into it. You shouldn't know with perfect clarity. I mean, gosh, maybe you're Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos who wanted to colonize Mars when they are in high school. Most of us aren't like that. Most of us don't have that extremely clear-cut picture of everything we want. We just have a vague idea. And we have to lean in the direction of that vague idea and be willing to fight for it because we got some reason we want to do it and get to the next level. So I think it's cool. And again, you don't just like scrap everything you've done. You build off of it, but there's a refining process. And maybe there's some things we look back and like, we're going to take that part away because that part doesn't make any sense anymore. But these parts right here did. Let's lean into them even more. Let's bet on these things going back to Johnny's episode because this feels authentic and real for us. There's some speakers we could book. That we would, they would probably sell tickets. Sell tickets, and we could try to sell them. And the whole time we were doing it, we'd be like, "We can get some butts and seats this way." But I don't get that excited about it because I don't think it's going to change their life, right? It's not going to move them in the direction of stronger business. Maybe they'll have a good experience, but it, that's not going to get them in the community of getting stronger every single day. 
So again, figuring out what the right fit is, uh, you don't have to know what day one, but gosh, being in constant pursuit of that, man. I mean, again, Goldilocks. Yeah. Might- if in like Disney, I think you're not excluding anyone. We say, okay, we know who the right fit for us is as Stronger Business as a brand and Stronger Business Summit. We know who we're going to cater towards. But that doesn't mean there's a whole host of other people that can come and get a lot out of it. Or you can have an awesome time and experience without being into that, you know, ideal client for us. It's open. Everybody can walk away with some version of awesome experience or things they learn or or ways they were able to get stronger. But for us, we're not going to keep taking the shotgun approach of, oh, let's book this speaker because it appeals to this group. Let's book this speaker because it appeals to this. Let's get this speaker because they can sell tickets and they have a big following. Let's get this because they're a good blogger. No, we're... We've got to we've got to book the event and speakers around our right fit, just like Disney, and then the other people fall in and able to gain and pull away with some some ways to get stronger and have an awesome experience as well. Um, and I think that's been a huge revelation for us this week and something that's going to guide us moving forward. Oh, it's super cool, man. Even thinking about that aspect of, again, we want everybody that shows up to have a good time, whether they're the ideal person to show up or mm-hmm. not. And we want to, you know, and we... It, it's fun for us. It's gratifying for us to hear somebody say, dude, that was awesome. But the, the true thing, thing that makes us feel most grateful and most purposeful on the other side of the summit is when we get that message from somebody that says, hey, man, this person spoke, and when they spoke, I decided I was quitting my job and going full-time into my side gig. Or, man, I was burnt out. It was October. I was ready to close my business down. I was, man, but you know what? I heard that message from Sally Holder, and I put, I just, man, I pushed the gas all the way down, and I, and I would broke my records and I got recognized by my company for my production. Like those are the things bro. man, that was a life changing experience. That person made a life changing decision because they're going to build off that stuff. And again, I want, I want people to have fun at the network party, you know, the, the networking party, all that stuff. But man, the right fit for us is when those people have that again, heart of the entrepreneur and they make that next step toward stronger business, toward stronger career, toward stronger entrepreneur. For that person, that's what gets us fired up. And again, being able to clarify that, I'm like, all right, that was a good meeting. It's exciting, right? man. Yeah. I, I think it's the best stronger business meeting we've had to date. And we have these meetings every week and, and figure out ways to get the business stronger and, and provide more value for all of you out there. And this week, I came away like, man, this is really exciting. And I feel like we've got a path and we got a direction. We know where we're marching towards and we can rally behind this because it's what we want, it's yeah. the place I want to be. It's the audience uh, that I want to sit beside and the speakers I want to listen to, the ones that when we're backstage, the next day I can't wait to listen to the recording because it's such awesome content. And and back to to Johnny Mac, that's building a business around who you are and uh, the people that like you and want to do business with you gives you the opportunity to be authentic and not try to sell to everybody. And we got caught up in that a little bit because we're trying to build something we never built before and appeal to a lot of different people to try to fill seats, which the cool thing about this is this brings us back to what we wanted to do originally, and that is figure out how to bring people from other cities into Athens. Mm -hmm. How do we make this a huge win for Athens as a city and community, as, as a business community, how to engage with other entrepreneurs in other cities? And this gives us that ability to identify the right fit and this is how we go to Macon and Greenville and Charleston and Atlanta and Augusta and appeal to the right fit for this business, for the brand, for the Stronger Business Summit, bring them to Athens for the weekend and become a win in an awesome environment all the way around. 
They're going to love it. So, hey, guys, don't focus. If you're an entrepreneur out there, don't just focus on being able to squeeze out the highest amount of profit. Like, that's something, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, focus on that from God, your that business pains from me the to say, but it's the truth. Well, the reality of it is that the end goal of your business is not to squeeze out the most amount of profit because that is transaction-based. The goal of it, if you want to have the best life, the strongest life, is to be able to focus on what's the right fit. And the right fit for you, you'll be passionate about it. You'll feel almost purposeful calling toward it. Like you'll figure out how to profit from that. And the right fit makes you money. The it right fit is fit. profitable. It will make you fit. Excuse me. It will make you money longer than yes. just focus on squeezing out the That's last exactly drop right. of finance from it. So focus on the right fit. Continue to clarify it. It's a moving process. It's walk a mile, see a mile, but move in that direction. And I think you'll get stronger. If you enjoyed this episode of the Stronger Business Podcast, be sure to leave us a review and share it with a friend. You can find us online to connect at strongerbusiness.com or on Instagram and Facebook at Stronger Business. We look forward to hearing from you and we'll see you at the summit.